Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast helping aspiring entrepreneurs level up their marketing. Here's your host, Augustine. Let the class begin. Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Marketing Podcast, Digital Marketing Tips and Insight, episode 176. Now, in today's episode, we are going to focus more on inbound marketing, the differences between having a flywheel model and a sales funnel, the traditional sales funnel that everyone knows about. And just to simply explain, if you have never had the term sales funnel, it's simply the processes that take place when uh, from the time uh, customers or prospects are made aware of a certain product or service that your business is offering to the time they're able to convert and turn to customers, right? So from the marketing who essentially bring these uh, the, pro- the prospects to the company or make them aware of what you're offering to the sales who then try to convert these people into uh paying uh, paying customers then to like the after sales services like uh, help and support etc and the graph usually looks like a funnel because what happens is that when the marketing team goes out and they try and create awareness or attract maybe your target avatar or your target persona, usually your message reaches out to a majority of uh, the audience that you're looking out for. It might reach out, let's say, to 100,000 people, right? So 100,000 people are aware of your business or aware of your product or the services that you're offering. Then in turn, it's the work of the sales uh, team to make sure that they convert now these prospects into paying clients. Now that number tends to reduce, let's say from 100,000 to let's say 40,000 now. Now from 40,000, uh, it might still end up reducing based on you know the different frictions that uh, customers face while going through the sales process. It could be maybe through, uh, let's say from a user experience point of view, or maybe they were not um, convinced about the product or services that you're offering, for example, and then maybe now, uh, coming outside the end of the funnel might be, let's say, around 25,000 uh, people. So you can see how the numbers change from 100,000 to 25,000 towards the end. It goes on as it reduces. Now, the problem with having a funnel is that it's very linear. It's something that has worked in the past, but it's very linear, meaning the customer journey is you know, from the time they are exposed to content about uh, the specific products that you're offering, etc., it goes on straight to the sales process to uh, the time they now end up converting to the time now they go through the after sales services, etc. But there's nothing now to bring them back. So you have to, uh, like, uh, again, the marketing team has to go out and then do more marketing campaigns to bring more people in. And that's where the funnel came in place, uh, the, the flywheel business model. Now... This one is something that I learned from when I was doing my inbound marketing from HubSpot and the flywheel is simply a wheel that essentially stores momentum energy, right? And there are three stages to look at a flywheel. There's the attract stage, there's the engage stage, and there's the delight stage. So attract stage is... Uh, now where the marketing team comes, yeah? They set up a campaign, they put out content, could be on social media, on website, etc., to attract strangers. So you're trying to attract strangers, get their attention in a more natural or organic way. You're not trying to force them. You're trying simply to create awareness so that they know about your business, about your products or your services, right? And then now from then on, for the people who are now interested, 
based on the target avatar or the target persona or whoever it is you're targeting, right? Now you move on to the engage stage. And this is where now you try to engage your prospects, stroke or slash customers, right? And, you know, this can happen in different ways. It could be in, in let's say, lead nurturing, sales automations, marketing automations, or simply offering them free trials so that they can be able to test out your product with, let's say, money guarantee or not, no credit card required, etc., without much hassle, etc., through the whole, uh, you know, user experience. This has a lot to do with the user experience when somebody gets onto your website. We talked about this, and it's not only in inbound marketing. We also talked about it in search engine optimization with the search algorithm that Google is focusing on. User experience. When I come to your website, how is it? How easy is it for me to navigate through the different pages? Um, if I want to look for something specific, how easy is it for me? Or do I have to go through a lot of jargon before I find exactly what I'm looking for? That Now this way the engage stage uh, comes into play. Or maybe when someone adds something into cart and then they forget about it, how do you engage back with them? My, uh, marketing automation, sending them, retargeting them with an email, reminding them that you know they have something in their cart that uh, they essentially thought of buying but did not purchase and maybe maybe you can offer them let's say for example like a, a discount code etc so sort of like the different marketing automations you can use things like ConvertKit or MailChimp the different softwares that you can integrate into your business so now moving on from the engaged state now it's the delights that now and someone has already converted now they are already a paying customer how do you get them back into uh back into the sales cycle or the, the you know the customer journey cycle and this is where the difference comes between uh the flywheel and the funnel right so in the delight stage it's more to do with after sales services more or less like help and support uh offering feedback surveys loyalty programs etc and essentially what you're trying to do here is you're trying to um, have the people who already bought your product come back into the start of the customer journey, right? If let's say someone bought something and you offer them, let's say like coupon or loyalty programs that every single time, maybe if they buy from you, they gain, they gain certain uh, points that they can redeem that to um, maybe purchase something or get a certain percentage off, etc. You can think maybe of a clothing retail like uh, C&A or H&M, etc. So you kind of like have like maybe if you spend X amount of money, let's say if you spend more than $50 on uh, purchases, you get like a 20% discount code the next time you come back and purchase. So you're trying to get them back, to get them to come back through the whole customer journey itself, right? Comparing it to a funnel where it's more linear, where the people who move out the funnel don't essentially come back to the funnel, right? And the delight stage is also quite important because what you're trying to do is that if you look at, you know, the, sort of like the trend that has been going on since maybe around 2010, 2011 up until now is when people are want to buy something, what they look out for is mostly reviews and not necessarily reviews that you have on your website. Yes, that does play a role. Not necessarily those reviews or whatever you have, let's say in the product description, those are all important. But what happens is people look for reviews from third-party review sites, right? You can think of TripAdvisor, you can think of Glassdoor.com, etc. And word of mouth and referral has become quite powerful. So you want to turn your existing customers into promoters of your business. And that's why you want to make sure that the experience that they have from your business is really great, that they can be able to leave a good review about your product or your business, right? 
and essentially have them come back into the customer journey either at a later date etc but essentially what this does is first and foremost you you turn your customers into your promoter and also at the same time you sort of increase the lifetime value of your lt the ltvs of your customers so that's sort of like the difference between the flywheel model and the uh, the funnel model and why the flywheel performs much better or is much preferred than the funnel model this is something that i was able to learn from hubspot academy doing the inbound marketing you can check that out as well and get yourself educated on that if you have any questions make sure to reach out to me augustine at siftgroup.net but until then see you guys on the next podcast episode thank you for tuning in to the marketing podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe until next time class dismissed